The kids in our classroom today are going to be the people working and living and playing in space in the future. Today's guest is one of the people hoping to be the first travelers to Mars, and they've got some great advice for you and the kids in your classroom. Welcome to the STEM Everyday Podcast. Each episode features educators sharing their practical ideas to put more science, technology, engineering, and math into every classroom every day. For show notes and more information, visit dailystem.com. Here's your host, Chris Woods. Well, I'm so excited that on today's episode of the STEM Everyday Podcast, we get to chat with aspiring astronaut. Uh, just in her early 20s, her name is Alyssa Carson, and she wants to go to Mars. She wants to go to space. She's working on it. And educators, this is going to be a fantastic episode to get some ideas of what it's like to start thinking about some of those. She's also interested in financial literacy. And, and I think some of those things are going to be really important for us as educators as well. Uh, welcome to the show today, Alyssa. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. Yeah, and if you want to find out more about Alyssa, you can go to nasablueberry.com or nasablueberry1 on Twitter or nasablueberry on Instagram. All those things as show notes, as always. And you're a college student, Alyssa. You're studying astrobiology. You've learned all sorts of other things to help prepare you for those types of careers someday, right? Yeah, no, definitely. Um, you know, astrobiology was what I decided to major in, which is pretty much just all the sciences and how they apply to space. But when I was growing up, I was always really trying to figure out what exactly I was interested in. Yeah. And so with that, I was kind of dipping my toes in the water, I guess you could say, with like a lot of different professions. And mm -hmm. that kind of helped me figure out exactly what I wanted to do within space, which was really cool. So kind of along with that, I also have my pets license. I'm a scuba diver, skydiver aquanauts. Um, and I've also been able to get involved with some really cool research, testing spacesuits, doing water survival, microgravity, a lot of different realms of the space industry. And, and for a, a teacher listening along, Alyssa, I mean, you just listed off all these great things that, that they would love for their kids to get interested in. And, and, and especially if, you know, that kid in your classroom says, I want to be an astronaut someday. Well, you don't just like wake up one day and, and NASA calls you and says, hey, could you be an astronaut for us? You got to work for it, right? Yeah, no, definitely. And uh, it's, it's been really interesting, especially from when I was younger, especially to now in just in general, just the opportunities within space. So, um, you know, a big thing is figuring out, okay, I like space. I like the idea of being an astronaut, but what else are you also passionate about? Because unfortunately we're not at a point where you can go to school and major in being an astronaut. We're not quite <laughs> there yet, but and I think it's always just been figuring out what you're most interested in and then seeing how you can apply it to space. So I've always thought of like an astronaut or space, more of like a destination rather than mm -hmm. an actual profession, because you're really just doing whatever the job you like, but doing it in space, um, which obviously makes it 10 times cooler. But yeah. it's all about trying to figure out what you want to do and then putting in the hard work to get there, which will hopefully lead you to space. And that's such a great perspective, Alyssa, for a lot of our teachers listening. I mean, they're thinking, oh, a kid, they're an astronaut. They fly into space. They fly back. They fly into space. They fly back. And, and it's so much more. I mean, you think of everything happening on the space station each every day. Uh, they're working there as research scientists. They're working there as, you know, repairing the space station. They're, they're doing all the types of jobs that people do on Earth, um, but yet they're just in a different location. It's a, it's a whole different job site. Yeah, I think uh, floating in microgravity is a bit different, but um, <laughs> makes it, like I said, makes it a lot cooler. That's awesome. And you had, uh, I'm sure, a lot of teachers and, and your family all being really supportive of that. And, and for us educators, we got to think, how can we encourage those kids? So what were some of the best things that, that maybe educators, mentors, uh, family did along the way to help you get to uh, the point that you're at? 
Yeah, no, definitely. I mean, I'm all, I always encourage kids to find at least one person to kind of help support them and whatever their dream may be. And, you know, I always like to emphasize it doesn't necessarily have to be a family member. It really can be, you know, a teacher, a family member, a friend, really anyone. And I think that along with finding some sort of support system, even if, you know, they could go beyond and they could be right there by you doing all sorts of cool things with you, or even just someone encouraging you like, hey, you got this is something that's super important when you're going after your dreams. So, I mean, for me, my dad was pretty supportive. He traveled with me and that was really nice to kind of have that support. But I mean, even in school, you know, I had some pretty awesome math teachers pretty early on. Um. Even when I was younger, I definitely like tilted more towards math and science just naturally mm-hmm. uh, in terms of my interest. So it was kind of nice to have a few really good math teachers along the way. Um, even in college, it's slightly different dynamic with professors. They can be a lot more serious sometimes than like yeah. high school teachers. But I mean, even still, it's been cool to kind of like see their support from someone um, who's like actively doing research or, you know, actually working in the profession. But I think, you know, definitely always keep your mind open into any sort of support system from a variety of people because um, especially within the STEM industry more mm-hmm. than likely you're going to find someone that wants to help support you because pretty much everyone in STEM just wants more people involved in the industry. Yeah and really I mean so much of STEM is about problem solving and and, and the more people the more ideas that you have from from different perspectives different ideas you're going to you're going to get a way better solution to all those problems that we're dealing with. Again, uh, chatting with Alyssa Carson. You can find out more about her at nasablueberry.com and contact her there. She's doing some incredible stuff. Uh, get your kids to look up Alyssa and have her be uh, maybe a little bit of that encouragement, that mentor that that kids can can do amazing things. Now, you're also doing a lot of great stuff with, with financial literacy and things like that. So almost on the side, like a, a completely different aspect, but yet also something really important for kids. You, you even own your own condo. Yeah. So, I mean, it's been a relatively new thing, um, but I am currently partnered with CCU Florida. Um, It was basically just a local credit union that I became a part of when I moved to Florida. They recently... Uh, started having like these liftoff days, three to one liftoff days, where they're actually going to different high schools, teaching the students about, you know, first of all, the different jobs that a lot of different people have, but also about financial literacy. Mm-hmm. And so going and speaking to schools has been something that I've done for a long time now. And so it's been kind of cool to pin something that I'm used to doing, you know, going, talking to kids, teaching them about space and science, but now also tying in a little bit of the conversation of financial literacy at the same time mm-hmm. and introducing those concepts to these high school students now. Yeah. And and a high school teacher myself, I, I mean, the other day we were talking about, you know, exponential growth and decay and compound interest. And, and all of a sudden the kids start asking questions about about debt and, and getting a loan and, and what it's like to have a credit card and, and interest percents. I mean, they just, they just kept asking more and more questions. And they're, they're like, we don't, we don't know any of these things. We want to know these things. Help us learn these things, Mr. Woods. And so whether it's through Community Credit Union Florida and, and looking at some of that 321 financial liftoff series, uh, which I'll have show notes for that. Um, but any, any local bank credit union, uh, there's, there's a wealth of information really willing to help, help kids of all ages think about those types of things that we often don't pull into our classroom curriculum. Yeah, no, definitely. And I mean, that is kind of the main idea as we go into these high schools is that a lot of these students either 
have a job. Maybe they're looking into buying a car. Um, mm -hmm. They're looking into several like large purchases that um, are important in their financial journey. And especially when a lot of them start turning 18, they're able to get credit cards, start building their credit. And there's a lot of opportunity there. And so, you know, by showing the kids a variety of like really cool and like different diverse jobs, and then also how to set yourself up to be in a good financial state to go about whatever your, you know, yeah. idea and job may be. Um, but it's been really fascinating to really see how curious kids are because there, there are, you know, different financial decisions that will affect them on a day-to-day -day yeah. basis, even at the high school level. So it's been really cool to kind of introduce those topics to them. Yeah. And even younger if we can, because man, if you, if you teach a little kid how to, you know, carefully spend their money and save some and, and, and save up for something big, that can be a, a great lesson for them instead of just saying, Hey, can I have 20 bucks, mom? Can I have 20 bucks, dad? That's, uh, right. that's, a, that's, that's not as good of a, a financial literacy <laughs> aspect. So um, definitely April is financial literacy month in the U.S. So uh, think about something like that, educators, and try to bring some of those pieces into your classroom as well. Uh, I, I know you've got so many great ideas. You've got so many good, amazing goals, Alyssa. And I, I'm, I'm just so impressed by everything you've done so far and hats off to your, your family and support system and educators that have, have brought you to where you are today. And really, it's all about you, you having goals and, and trying to achieve them. What can you talk to kids about, and especially educators, as they think about helping kids set goals? Yeah, no, I would definitely tell kids that it all kind of starts with what you're passionate about. You know, I know that for me, when I was younger, you know, history may not have been the most interesting in school for me personally, but something like space history, I like instantly glued to. Yeah. And so yeah. it's all about finding those little things that are really going to keep your attention because if you're interested in it, you're going to want to put in the work. You're going to want to put in the effort to actually get to whatever that goal is. So yeah. it's definitely the first step. And I think it really is encouraging kids to kind of mix their interests because there really is so much opportunity and non-traditional jobs that we just don't really talk about. And so yeah. that's a big thing that I have a lot of fun talking to kids about is, you know, even within the space industry, you're probably going to think scientist, astronaut, engineer, but there right. are psychologists right. and journalists and people that design spacesuits or people that make the food. Um, there's loads yeah. of variety of jobs within that realm. So don't be afraid to like mix your interests. Um, and then really at the end of the day, if it's something that you're passionate about, work towards it, try to see if you can get any like real life experience with it, because actually experiencing what you're interested in will really help you figure out, okay, I like this. I don't like this. Maybe I like parts of it. And that can kind of lead you to figuring out what you really want to do. And that can be something small from like a local robotics competition to something even bigger, but even just like starting at your own school and seeing yeah. what clubs and organizations, but it's all a process and definitely don't be afraid to change your mind along the way. Um, yeah. But yeah, I think it totally is just about going about whatever you have the most interest and passion in. Yeah. And so having maybe maybe starting a space club at your school, I bet a lot of kids would probably sign up for that. And 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 again, right. like like you, Alyssa, you're you're studying astrobiology. I mean, things that maybe an educator doesn't think about because educator, I mean, we're we're almost like kids sometimes where we think about just those those very segmented types of careers and, and more and more they're all crossed over. And uh, what, a, right. what an important reminder for us as educators to remind kids of that. And, and I think what you said too, Alyssa, is those internship opportunities. Reach out to any business in your in your area. Just start sending emails. Just start calling them and, and say, hey, right. uh, any anything we can do, anybody that you can have, come talk to my kids. A couple more questions here, Alyssa. I'd love to ask, uh, what is your hope for STEM education for the future? Already it's changed so much, even just as, as you've grown up in your past 20 so years. What do, what do you hope? What do you want it to be? 
Yeah, um, in terms of STEM education, you know, I really hope that STEM continues to uh, reach as many kids as possible. Mm -hmm. Um, I think there's a lot of work being done in the space industry and STEM industry in general. Mm -hmm. Um, A big thing is that is continuing to work on is trying to encourage more girls to go into STEM Mm -hmm. um, and keep whatever their interest is. I think that is a big factor. And then also the STEM industry is changing so fast. We're learning so many things. There's so much happening right now. And I really hope that kind of continues to translate down to uh, young kids because there is really so much exciting groundbreaking science happening and so it's really cool to kind of see that trickle down and have kids be impacted um, by that and hopefully inspired to go into some kind of career but yeah I think it's just really teaching them about what's currently happening right now because things like the private industry of space stem all that is uh yeah i think it's just continuing to keep kids up to date with what's going on and seeing these kids get uh inspired to go into these kinds of careers that's awesome and if you could have dinner with somebody from stem past or present you know who would you just love to sit down with Alyssa? Yeah, um, if I can have dinner, I mean, definitely Elon Musk has been at the top of my list for quite some time. I mean, he's a pretty cool dude. The closest (laughs) I've gotten to Elon Musk is, I think it was his sister's (laughs) ex-boyfriend. So, you know, I feel like I've gotten close, but still working my way uh, up there. But I think in general, there's a lot of really cool people now working in the industry. Maybe someone else would be probably um, like currently an astrobiologist in the space industry, I think would be really cool to like pick their brain. Uh, I know I follow one girl on TikTok who's an astrobiologist. um, So maybe someone like that. Yeah, that's awesome. Or maybe maybe Mark Watney from uh, from The Martian, you know, now that he's he's back from from being trapped on Mars. So any other last thoughts, Alyssa, that you'd love to just share with all the uh, educators and kids that are out there? Yeah, um, I guess for last thoughts, definitely just always really be encouraging of your kids to go into whatever their interest is. It really is going to help shape them to go after their dreams and passions. And it's all about remembering that if you're passionate about something, um, don't let anyone take it away from you. You know, if that's what you want to do, then definitely go for it. Because, you know, if you're passionate, you're going to want to put in the work, you're going to end up doing it. Um, And that even goes for things that sound unrealistic. You know, I know that when I was younger saying I wanted to be an astronaut, go to Mars, all these big crazy thoughts, none of that was possible at the time, you know, and the more hard work that went into it, the more realistic it became. So don't be afraid to have those really big dreams as well. Dreams and hard work. It takes you a long way. That's uh, that's really awesome, Alyssa. Thank you so much, Alyssa Carson, for joining us today on the STEM Everyday Podcast. Again, check her out at nasablueberry.com. You can uh, get your kids even to follow her on social media at NASA Blueberry on Instagram or NASA Blueberry One on Twitter. And Alyssa, I just got to ask you, uh, do you promise to come back on the podcast after you've been to Mars and back? Yeah, no, I'm up for it. I'll come back. <laughs> it, it, it'll be a little tricky to interview you when you're on Mars, but uh, we'll, we'll get you when you get back. Right. <laughs> and, and again, thanks again and uh, all the best to you and, and all of your studies and, and preparations for the future. Yeah, thank you so much. Yep. And again, uh, thanks for listening to this episode of STEM Everyday Podcast. Remember, subscribe on your favorite podcast app, leave a review. It helps more educators to find out about great stories like Alyssa. And if you need to connect with me, head to dailystem.com. I'm always happy to help. And until then, uh, keep making sure that STEM is for every kid in every classroom every day. That's what it's all about, educators.